Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, July 23rd, 2021, episode number 195. 195. Ooh, you know what? O-N-E. I think Roger, Roger Lee Hayden ran the 195 whenever Ooh. when JD was 95. You're Boom, right. there you go. Boom. There it is. <clears throat> Done. Roger Lee Hayden. And we're back on Fridays now. Friday, Friday, Friday. Back on Fridays. Um, well, it was cool. While we, it was, we had a good reason to put that one out early last week. We did. I, I did talk to Johnny, though. He did not get a ride, unfortunately. Um, we tried. We tried. We did, did our have part. A, he did have a lot of fun out there, though, and he did pretty well. It was going pretty damn fast on the Kawasaki that he, he brought they, out there to run. They actually, they actually rained out on Friday and had to run the Wauseon race on Saturday. Yeah, I know. Nuts. A lot of rain this weekend. Mother Nature was really trying to get in some flat track. Did it rain where you were at? Uh, no. 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 Really? That's, why, right. that's why I said flat track. Motocross was beautiful. We And I have been in Millville. You remember that one year? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. there was literally, because we, we park the production and broadcast vans, or inter vans, the, the trucks on the side of this creek that kind of drains off from Spring Creek. And mm-hmm. it was a raging river, like rapids, like going through. And they were literally worried that the production truck was going to slide off fall in, fall into in. the creek uh, that one year. It was so bad. Uh, and that, I've never well, seen it that bad at any moto uh event that i've been to but it was it was dry as a bone this weekend beautiful we had it so bad that the production truck was still there stuck until like monday or tuesday and chad sent me a picture water was running out of the semi trailer out towards the front where the Mm. cab of the semi was Mm. and at one point i heard the air fence was actually floating Mm. out there on the mile because we used it on thursday for the amateur and vintage race and it was out there floating. So I think AFT did the right decision by pulling the plug. I heard in about a two and a half hour, or I'm sorry, two and a half day period, they got over 12, 12 and a half inches of rain. Wow. And I swear there's absolutely no way that it could be racing on the track even today. That's crazy. It was so wet, so wet. Yeah, that's nuts. So I think um, they did the right move. You hear a lot of criticism and stuff online. Like they pulled it pretty early, like why, 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 whatever. But like if, if there's always a reason why you pull it that early, like they don't. They, they will make every attempt, um, but they're, you know, I think when there is a decision like that that can be made that is going to save people time, money, and effort, and all that, uh, that, that should always be, be made. So kudos to them for, for making that call. And, uh, and look forward to seeing uh, what, what happens for the rest of the year. Like, does, they haven't mentioned if they, it's, that's canceled, right? But are they making it up somehow? Like, do, what will they do? do How does that yeah. work? Ducoin is canceled. I'm hearing there's they're trying to reschedule that race somewhere else, just like they're trying. They make they're making up Texas at the weekend after or in the next couple of rounds. We're into a double header at New York, so yeah. they they have a contract with TV to provide X amount of races, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to do their best to get right. another race in. So they're they're working on it. Um, I said it before, and I'll say it again: Charlotte double header, make it happen. Boom. So what people don't understand is if AFT cancels the race, they lose money too. It's yeah. not yeah. they didn't do it just just because it was wet on Saturday or Friday. Yep. They lose money. So the people that sit back there and type on the keyboard and don't that aren't there, don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. I wish they'd just, you know, stop it. I mean, yeah. it's it's incredible. I I'm going to get off my soapbox. No, nah, it's it's that. yeah, it's it's they definitely would always prefer to race as well. I, I, yeah, I know that yeah. 100% without a doubt. So. But, but with that being said, I have five days of racing. Five. <laughs> you definitely got your I fill. Did, 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't get to announce the first day on the mile because they never got a microphone to work at all. They yeah. had one set up in the pits so we could call up the races and stuff like that. Um, but all together throughout the week, uh, Thursday was a mile, Friday was a TT, Sunday was a short track, Monday and Tuesday were half miles. Two, I'm sorry, 202 heat races, 22 semifinals, 98 main events for a grand total of 322 races. Uh, that is a lot of flat track motorcycle racing for Dang sure. It. Uh, dude, that is that is insanity, is what that is. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, that's really cool. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. There, everybody comes together, uh, and it is. It's a lot of work on a lot of different levels. Uh, but you know, everybody comes together that in that week to get it done and make it happen uh, for the kids and uh, and not just the kids. I mean, just a, a, there's a lot of people that come there and, and enjoy the week. Uh, and it does look like everybody from what I saw across the social media and, and everything that people posted, uh, everybody enjoyed the week and had a good time. So uh, it's good stuff, man. I, I definitely am trying to make it there for 2022. Uh, it seems like a really cool thing to be a part of and experience there in person. Uh, so I want to kind of see. Is it, it's always in Ducoin, right? Or it has been no, the last? No, it's, it's, it's moved around. Last year we, had, we did two days in Plymouth, uh, Indiana. Then the last two days were in Ashland, Ohio. So it, it's moves around, it moved around. It's cool that sometimes it's in Springfield, sometimes it's in Ducoin. Yeah. To give these amateur riders a shot on a mile. Yeah. You know, uh, if you think about it, that's the only time they get to race a mile. There's not many, if any, amateur races on a mile. I know Sacramento usually does the day after the mile. Right. Uh, for the amateur riders out there out on the West Coast. But mm-hmm. these people in the Midwest, on the East Coast, sometimes don't ever ride a mile until they get to the pro level. And... Uh, you know, there needs to be a, a, a better stepping stone for that. And Steve Nace tries to do everything he can to get the amateurs on the mile. What, what's cool is they try to put it in, in conjunction with the AFT race. So the air fence was there. Otherwise, yeah. renting air fence is not cheap either. So, uh, you know, kudos to AFT and Steve Nace getting together, trying to put this, this whole weekend together. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out this time for the AFT riders, but uh, they'll try to make up for it down the road. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's what we'll spend uh, this this episode doing is going and talking through a couple of the highlights that we that we saw from the week. Uh, maybe there's a, a few things that you want to kind of get into with highlights that some doobler, some Hollywood highlights uh, from the week from your perspective, man. You were busy like going through. You were on top of every single one of those 300 plus races, right? Yeah. And, and some of them become a blur. Yeah. It's, it's not because I didn't do my job. It's not because I, I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but there's so many of them it's hard to keep track uh the weather played played havoc on us Uh, you know we got to race inside the short track was inside we did move the tt inside which was great because it was going to be in the infield of the half mile so there is a tt in in the indoor arena there so the tt was in there uh we got to keep racing you even flagged some didn't you (laughs) i flagged i flagged a little bit so that all about some something came off of a bike so our flagman takes off down the track I ran, you know, from the announcer booth, hopped down, and I said, "Let's send the next group. Let's keep going," because the flagman was way down the track. <laughs> I didn't want to wait for him to walk all the way back to the flag stand, so I said, "Let's go send him out." And so I sent him out. So I flagged him until Todd got back, and, and we go. just keep going. You know, you just gotta keep, you gotta roll with it. At that point, I wasn't talking yet because I don't talk during practice other than calling up the next group. Yeah. And, uh, I just want to keep the show going. I don't more want than an announcer, folks. More than an announcer, yeah. dude. It's just, it's just fun. You know, yeah. I mean. And if, it's, if you're not having fun, it's not worth going. But, there you go. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. But I think I think uh, a, a few things really impressed me. How the community comes together. One of the paramedics actually passed out. We weren't sure what was going on with him. It was right in the middle of the track. 
all the riders were, were okay with that stop in the race. And then the riders, uh, so many people just kept coming up to me and asking me how the paramedic was. Mm. It's because that paramedic helps out the amateur nationals all the time. And he's, you know, he does a lot of Steve Nace races. So it's cool how the family checks on everybody. Yeah. Uh, Dominic DeMario, one of the California riders, went down hard on the short track and uh, went to the hospital, collarbone, shoulder, you know, scapula in a few places, mm. ribs. Uh, one of the lungs was... Uh, was deflated i guess i don't know how else to put it it wasn't punctured they thought it was punctured they sent him to st louis he got out of st louis charlie roberts the rookies of 79 jerry kennedy donated a thousand dollars we raised four thousand dollars in one day oh, wow. to help get them home they could stop at hotels instead of trying to make the trip straight through they didn't want him to fly because of the air pressure when you go yeah. up and down in the air so so they drove him home they took a couple extra days to take their time to get home uh, but it's it's so cool that the, how the flat track community comes together in time of need like that. So yeah. that was one of my big takeaways. Uh, Cage Tadman was out front almost every race until we got to the half mile. He struggled on the half mile just a little bit, but that kid is going places. Yeah, uh, He had great battles with uh, Adam Costin, which is Ron Wood's son, and then also uh, Ryder Reese. You got to remember that name. This kid's from New York, and he is fast. Number forty-four B. Yeah, Adam yeah. Costin's number twelve. Tadman's number twenty-eight. So those are some of the fastest little guys. Uh, some of the bigger guys. Chase Sadoff was on it. Uh, yeah. Tyler Scott was there. I didn't expect him to be there. He was there, pitted with, and Johnny Goad was helping oh, Tyler wow. Scott. Really? Yeah. So so Johnny Goad's big rig was there. Tyler Scott was working out of the back of it and the Scott Power Sports tent. Uh, they made they made a good showing. Nice. Uh, and then the, the vet classes, you know, vet twenty five plus class. Robbie Bobby was on fire. Um, Joe Cop came out and won a race, um, riding Cody's bike, you know, and Robbie was riding his bike. And then there was a pro class or two on the TT and on the on the short track, and once on the on the first day on the half mile, but nothing uh, out of the way. I don't want to talk about the pros because to me this was all about the amateurs. Um, and they had riders up to uh, fifty eight years old. I mean, there's an over fifty class. Uh, there's over 40 class, there's over 25 class, and man, it's just great racing. Uh, it's not so much a spectator week. Yeah, I'm I'm more I'm more there for to make sure everybody gets there, make sure they don't miss their race. But of course, I got to commentate during the races. That's just my job. So, and it's cool because you know people would come up to me and say, "Hey, man, thanks for coming." And you're the first person to ever get my kid's name right. And I'm like, hmm. that's cool. You know, I love it. I was like, my name was mispronounced my whole my whole life, so I understand. You know, I'm not going to get everybody's name right. But it's cool how many people came up to me and just thanked me for coming. So gotcha. I love the flat trackers. I love the little kids. And uh, and thanks again to the Brooks family uh, for, for bringing me a Sprecher, a Colt Sprecher every day or two. And then also the Fanders family. I, I don't know the gentleman's name, and, I sh and it's my fault for not getting it. Brought me a 12-pack of root beer in a, in a box. We posted it on Left Out. So, Badass. Uh, thanks I to, love it. Thanks to all the people listening to our podcast that know how much I like Sprecher root beer, <laughs> and of course Dr. Pepper. So that's good. Stuff. I love it. So uh, that's my takeaways from the week. We've got it. three guests. We got three guests lined up for this one. Yeah. Uh, the first one is actually it, it's an award named after Bill Warner. It yeah. was Bill Warner's idea to have this award because Bill Warner knows that not every one of these kids are going to succeed in flat track and will stay in flat track. Mm -hmm. So he put the emphasis on the Fast Brain Award. You know, you, to give people credit for having good grades and maintaining good grades for for the entire school year and so now the award is actually named after him it's the it's the 2021 ama bill warner fast brain award and a shout out to bill uh i'm sorry dave zanotti and tim essenson for putting up the money it's the only award that pays 
a monetary value of $2,500 scholarship. And I think we need to call him first. Our, the, the winner of this award, I think we need to give him a holler. The Hammer, Austin Harrington. Hello. Can I speak to the 2021 Bill Warner Fast Braid Award winner, please? Uh, he's right here. What's happening, man? Uh, nothing much. Just got out of work. So work? Aren't you? Yeah. I thought that you're. I thought you're a kid going to school. I am, but you know, gotta make some money in the summer. Trying to. Wow. Yeah, trying to. I've been working for Brandon Kitchen's stepdad this summer, so. All right. Well, what what are you what are you doing for him? What kind of work are you doing? Um, he he runs an excavating business, so I kind of like help out with shoveling, and they put me in skid steers and stuff like that. So I'm learning a bunch of stuff too. I really like sure. it. That's cool. I I like driving those little skid steers. They're a lot of fun. Uh, let yeah, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about the 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 AMA Flat Track Grand Championships. It was your first time down there. Was it? Everything you expected. Uh, tell me about your tell tell me about your week. Was what what'd you think? I mean, it wasn't the first time because I did go in twenty sixteen. But I mean I'm not gonna lie, I do wish I'd performed a little better. I think I had a lot of I had some bad luck this week. Like I tested the dirt out a bunch, you know. Like the road rash that I got from this week was terrible. Um my underwear keeps sticking to my side because it's all uh, on my hip. Ugh. Yeah, that's no fun. That's no fun. So, but but all in all, you're okay and you, you survived the week, right? Yeah, I survived. All right. What was your favorite race? Uh, obviously, you went down on the indoor a couple times, but what out of the four that you ran, what was the favorite race you had? It's got. It's really close between the mile and the half mile. I'm always been. I've always been a big half mile guy. Um, but the mile is super fun. I love the draft. I love the speeds. So, was that your first? Was that your first time on a mile? Yep. Tell me this. Uh, my recollection, it's been a while since I've been on a mile, but it seems like everything slows down, even though it feels like you know, you're know you going twice as fast almost, but it feels like everything slows down. Did it feel like that to you? Yeah, it did. Like You're just kind of going down the straightaway, everything's super slow, and you just have um, your talk, so you're kind of – just watching everybody go by like i can pick out certain things on the mile like my let off points and stuff like that not that i really had one at that track but it's pretty crazy kind of, yeah it's it like froze so so what grade are you in i'm going into 11th grade all right so you won the bill warner fast brain award twenty five hundred dollars it's the only kind of cash paying or award that has you know monetary value um, have you, you know, during your acceptance speech, you said what you're going to do, but tell us here on, on off the groove, what, what are your plans after you, you, you get out of high school? Um, I really want to go to college and try and do something in business management. Cause I'd like to run businesses. And then hopefully someday, if I have a lot of like enough money, I'd like to take what I can have and put that back in the flat track, maybe start a team someday with riders who can, have some opportunities kind of like some that I've been fortunate with growing up. That's all. That's awesome. Uh, what college do you plan on attending or have you picked one out yet? My grandpa went to Eastern Michigan and after I won the, um, the fast brain award, he actually knows somebody who's on the board for that school. So I think I'm going to go check it out there pretty soon. That is awesome, man. Well, congratulations on winning the Fast Brain Award. Uh, did you have any idea? Was it a surprise to you like it was to me when when we, when we said your name? 
I mean, I didn't have any idea the whole week, but then so Joe Brownlee came up to my mom and said, "Listen, you're in the top three running for the um, for the Fast Brain Awards, so I think you should definitely stay for the awards." So I had some of an idea, but I was super surprised that it was me because I'm not gonna lie, I kind of figured there'd be someone a little bit smarter, and I don't know. I guess I'm super fortunate. That scholarship money is gonna help me out a lot. Right on. Well, thanks for taking time and coming with us on Off the Groove, and, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to see you at the races again here real soon. What What's your next race? What are you planning on next? I'm going to try next Springfield, I think. Um, other than that, I haven't really thought about it too much, but Springfield is definitely on my calendar. It's my next big one, I think. What, one more question. Where did the nickname The Hammer come from? Okay, so everybody thinks that I gave myself a nickname, but... In my district, there's this guy, we call him Laidback Lenny, and I was at the TT State Championships in 2019 for the 250 class, and he just kind of started calling me the hammer, and I loved it. I thought it fit me perfectly, so then I didn't really plan on going out of state that much, and I got it on my leathers and everything, and then all of a sudden, everybody started calling me hammer at the track, so I, I think that's cool. I love it. All right, that, that's awesome, because I, I, didn't, I didn't know the backstory, because, you know, Hammer and Hank... Uh, Henry Wiles used to be a, a roofer and, and kind of a carpenter kind of story, so he slung the hammer a lot. And I just want to know where your nickname came from. So I, I love the story, love the backstory, because uh, you know a lot of times I get credited for giving people the the nicknames, but uh, me and you had a conversation about it before, and, and I like calling you the hammer. Uh, before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Um, I really want to thank my mom and dad. Um, it's been kind of a struggle this year. My mom hasn't been working due to some medical issues, so. My dad really gave it his all to help me get to nationals this year, and I can't be more thankful for that. And um, just everybody, I had a little fundraiser for my birthday. Everybody showed up and donated some money, which is where a big national fund came from this year. And a big thanks to Ron Branda for wrenching on my bikes this week and letting me ride his um, 2012 Honda. And then thanks to Tony and Christy Gifford for following me down there this week. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations on the on the Fast Brain Award. You're doing it yourself. You're out there working hard, and, and uh, you're doing it the right way, man. Keep it up, and uh, we'll see you down the road at the racetrack. Thank you. I love that kid. I'm sorry. I, I, I know you I know you do. I love man. this I kid. I love I've always loved the hammer. I was like, the hammer, the hammer. Oh all day. And 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 now we know where the nickname came from, yeah. too. I had to ask him that at the end because I'd heard the rumor, too, that he nicknamed himself the Hammer. Yeah. But it was somebody else. So it was somebody else because you're not supposed to give yourself your own nickname. So I had to ask him. Uh, but it's pretty cool. And congratulations to him. He's got a little road rash. He crashed He crashed really hard down the back straightaway at the TT. And he went down a couple times. Yeah. And so, you, you know, I remember that feeling when you're trying to figure out a safe spot to put your underwear because oh, the elastic band is really horrible. tight. That sounded Oh, yeah, horrible. yeah. It, it takes a scab uh, off every time. And uh, it's no fun. But no. uh, he's going through that. He'll be fine. If, be you, fine. Uh, but, uh, if, you, if you do yourself one favor today, go and follow him on Instagram because it's, it's a pretty entertaining and interesting follow. Right. He's, he's, he keeps it, it pretty interesting on his socials. What, what I like, too, is he gave a good speech at the end of the day. When they gave him the award, uh, you know, he, he knew that he was in the running, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't know that. I didn't know that until just now. But he gave a good speech, and he said what he wants to do is give back to the sport of flat track mm-hmm. when he can later on in life, of course. But, I mean, that's that's cool. That's uh, He knows what he wants, and he know, he's got a 
he's he's going for it and Absolutely. he's doing it on his own what 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 me and you were messaging back and forth because that's what we do uh he's out there doing it on his own uh, his mom's not working his dad's yeah. putting everything they got they went there with one motorcycle yeah you know for the whole week and it's a cool story it, for sure it, it it's cool that he won the award yeah. you know uh, congratulations to the hammer good stuff man all right so moving on another kid that really impressed uh you while you were there and like i didn't see it firsthand but everything that i heard uh from this kid uh like he he smoked everybody early on he did on on the mile he had a little bit more competition i'm sorry on the half mile he had more competition Mm -hmm. because i'm asking why he had so much trouble but he 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 was out front every heat race every main event Mm -hmm. the short track at the tt that padded his lead enough to where he didn't have to win every day on the half mile but uh this this kid's really fast. He's from California. Uh, he's number twenty eight. It's Cage the Rage Tadman. Yeah. Hello. Cage the Rage. Hi. How are you? Good man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I, I heard you're in Oklahoma. Are you coming to my house? Oh, I wish. <laughs> well, if you if you come over, bring some food. All right. All right. <laughs> How's it going? How's the trip home going? Not too bad. We uh, just stopped at a skate park last night, and we were just hanging out. And stopped getting food this morning. But yeah. so far, it's doing pretty good. Right on. What's been your favorite part of the trip there or the trip home? What, have you, what was the favorite thing you've done so far on the way there or on the way home? Probably stopping at the Grand Canyon. That was pretty cool. Really? How long, how long did yeah. you hang out there? I think it was probably for like three or four hours or there. That's cool. I don't, uh, man, I've only been there once. It's been a long time ago. I don't think it's probably changed that much. Was that your first time going to the Grand Canyon? Yes. That's cool. All right. Well, let's talk about the week. You, uh, I, I think you had a, a pretty phenomenal week, uh, four for four, four championships. That's pretty incredible. What were your expectations going into the week? Well, I, I was just expecting to do good. I wasn't expecting to win all four of them, but. It, it turned out a lot better than I expected. Did you have a favorite race, like one particular race stand out to you? It was probably the short track. That was one of my favorites. It didn't matter what race it was. It was just super fun. That short track is really neat. That dirt, they never watered it from the moment we got there. Um, that dirt's awesome. Did you take any of that stuff home with you? Yeah, we got some stuff on the bike. <laughs> some piles of dirt on it. Yeah, that's cool. What was your most challenging moment of the week? Probably a half mile. So is it because it's a cushion racetrack? Is it, you know, I mean, the the track changed. It seemed like every time you guys went out there, the track was changing. Why was the half mile the most challenging for you? Probably because we don't ride half miles that much in California. I think the only only track we have closest to it is uh, Willow Springs. And we only ride that about once a year. Okay. So do you like the loose dirt? Or is it something you can get used to? You know, I mean, I think it's it's a guy that likes to ride wide open. So I think after you get used to it, I, th- I think you'll you'll do just fine on it. Is, is, is it just the size of the track or was it like the texture and, and the, the looseness of the track? Probably both. It's just super fast. How cool is it to be the number one rider in the world in those four classes? It feels great. So being from the West Coast, you don't get to ride with a lot of those riders. I mean, some of the guys that you're up there racing against, the Budman, Adam Costin, you know, from Pennsylvania, you got Ryder Reese from New York. 
Um, is this the only time of the year you get to race against them is at, the, at the Flat Track Grand Championships? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year we went to South Carolina. I think it was Thanksgiving. But that was when I met them, and it was super. I had a blast out there. That's cool. Are you friends with these guys that you race against, or do you just kind of stay away from them when you're at the at the at the races? Yeah, we're we're cool. I have them on social media and stuff like that. But it's it's super cool to be friends with them. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. What grade are you in? I am going to eighth grade. Eighth grade. So man, you're you're just this little bitty guy, and you're so impressive on the motorcycle. Do you have any fear at all? I mean, because you you ride like there's no fear in your body. Sometimes, but once once I do a couple of laps, I'll get used to the track. All right, that's cool. Where what where at in California do you live? Uh, Bay Area. We're probably about an hour and a half from Santa Cruz. So what's your what's your favorite or what's your local track? What's what's your home track? What would you consider that? Probably Lodi Cycleable. It's about like three hours from our house. Okay. So where do you think the no fear thing comes from with you? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. Do you uh, do you uh, you said you stopped at a skate park? So you skateboard. Do you play any other kind of sports at all? No, I don't play any sports. Uh, I did play uh, flag football in elementary school but pretty that's pretty much it but i'm usually pretty active like uh i'll ride my bicycle or my scooter and stuff like that outside okay so what did the what did the, winning the youth rider of the year award what did that mean to you it meant a lot i really was not expecting that either yeah, that's really cool. Congratulations on that. How cool is it to bring home Thank four you. championships? Does that make mom and dad pretty proud? Oh, yeah, it does. Well, that's awesome. Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? I'd like to thank Bill Power Sports, Dale Severa, Amazon Dealer, Trolley Designs, John Parker, Turn Left Blithers, Jim Conquest, ASV, Mika Metals, DT1 Filters, Rosa Plates, Lampson Motorsports, and Nolly Supply Company. Dude, you nailed it. I uh, I can't wait to see you on Lodi, uh, at Lodi on the Sacramento Mile Weekend. You're going to be there, right? Yes, sir. Perfect, perfect. This is Cage the Rage Tadman, your Youth Rider of the Year. Cage. I love it. I, I wonder if he's going to stop by. Uh, I doubt it. In- I, w- I wouldn't hold your breath. I'd probably okay. go find some, yeah. make some tacos or something. <laughs> I'm probably going to have some Mission Tacos when I get to the races. Wouldn't, so wouldn't better, you just want to go straight home? You never know. If he had a chance to come to my house. I don't know. He kidding. did say, he he did say, <laughs> I wish. Like, I wish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He maybe, maybe, next year, man, have him up house. for tacos on the way home. Plant or something. Yeah, plant some, some like burgers something like or something. That. Dude, that kid is fast. He's a little itty bitty guy. Yeah. But the way he rides, you would not know how small he is because he has no fear. And he just goes for it. He did struggle a little bit on the half miles, but he said he, they don't have half miles like that. And yeah. they definitely don't have cushions like that in California. He mentioned um, Willow Springs. They only race there every once in a while. And it's it's a whole different material than what they had at the half mile or at, at DuCoin. Yeah. Well, good stuff. So uh, two solid interviews there. Do you want to let's uh, go for the trifecta? And uh, we talked to this guy a couple times here, it seems like. Um, but I mean, and you better get pretty comfortable talking to this guy because it seems like all he does is win, 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 win. Well, win. well he better get comfortable talking to me as fair well. enough. The winner of the 2021 AMA Nikki Hayden Horizon Award, Chase Sadoff. 
Hello. Can I speak to the 2021 AMA Nikki Hayden Horizon Award winner, please? Uh, I think you're talking to him. What's up, Chase? <laughs> What's up? Man, congratulations on winning that award. Uh, is that what you went there for? I mean, was that was that your goal the whole week, just to win that? Uh, that was that was part of my goal. What was the other part? Um, to win at least two championships, but pulled out four, so I was pretty happy with that. So you went four for four. So my next question is, when are you going pro? Uh, next year. For sure? Uh, yeah, for sure, because I turned 16 after the end of the pro season. So. Okay, all right. I love it. So expectations going in. You said two out of the four. Um, which two did did you have two in mind that like you you were pretty set you were gonna win or I mean did it matter which two or or what were you thinking? It didn't matter to me. It's just as long as I got two. So four for four. That's all the classes you could have rode. Um, what was your favorite race? Do you have one favorite race out of the out of the whole week that you can you can tell me about? Um. I don't know. They're all really fun. I really didn't have a favorite. I had a blast in all of them. Did you like the mile? Yeah, it was great. Who who were you? Did you draft with anybody? I mean, I know you came up. You had two firsts and two seconds on the mile. Uh, who were you drafting with, and were you comfortable out there on the mile? Uh, we were. It was me, Tyler, Gage, and then I think it was just us three up at the up at the front, and I felt pretty comfortable with those guys. You know, they're. They're uh, trust, trustworthy. Have you ridden a mile before? No, that was my first mile. Wow. How crazy is that to, to think that your first mile is the DeCoin mile? I would have thought it would have been Springfield, you know, with uh, with you growing up there in, in Illinois. But uh, the DeCoin mile is uh, very historical. Pretty cool that you got to race there. Yeah, it was fun. So what did you think of the draft? I mean, did you stick around and listen to all the pros who gave, uh, you know, some some pointers there at the riders meeting? Did you listen to the, the to the pros and, and did you use that information when you were racing? Yeah, for sure. I was I was at the riders meeting, took everything in possible and then used it all on the track. What was the closest or most challenging moment for you? Uh, the mile, probably because of uh, just the draft, you know. Somebody could yeah. hop in behind you and then stay behind you and then right at the finish line, they could just pop out of the draft and pass you right there. It was, it's pretty challenging. It's crazy, right? So out of the pro riders that stuck around and, and, and helped out for the whole week, um, who gave you the best tips? Uh, probably Dallas and Max. I, I, I saw them in your pit area, especially like on, on the half mile, and, and you guys were changing tires. And it was a mad thrash uh, later on because, you know, I took a picture and we, we shared it on left out. But but that was early in the day. But then you came off the track one time and I could see your pit area from my announcer's tower. I was up there with your sister and I looked to the right and you came off the track. I don't even know if you took your helmet off. And then all of a sudden everybody starts thrashing and changing tires. What was the decision to change tires right there at the last moment before you went back out to your next race? So we tried a we tried a last minute gear change in the class prior and uh it ended up working out so then we did another gear change and then flipped the tire to a fresh edge for that race so that's why it was all scrambling and trying to get it there was only one race in between my next race when i got off the track 
That that's what I thought was crazy. I I didn't know if you had a flat. I didn't know if you're changing gearing or what was going on. But it was it was all hands on deck. Um, what I also found interesting was at the mile, uh, you were kind of parked kind of by the Turner Honda guys, and I was told by a little birdie. Maybe I saw it my myself because my microphone wasn't working. But you guys came in one time and you said the clutch was kind of dragging a little bit. Uh, next thing I know, the bike's on its side, and you had Brian Bigelow over there working on your bike and a few other guys from the Turner team. How cool is that to know that they've got your back? It was really awesome, right? I was thinking I wouldn't be able to race or just had to deal with the bad bad starts and bad clutch, but then Brian and Mike, they they just pulled through. and they, Yeah, I, I was very, very thankful for, for all the hard work that they put in on that day. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, I know you're you're kind of signed on board with Turner. Um, can you tell us any of the plans for next year? Or is that kind of a secret? Uh, it's uh, I, I really don't know anything myself, but we we uh, we haven't signed or talked about anything yet. So awesome. How how many bikes did you take for the whole week? Uh, four. How many did you ride? Uh, two. All right. So tell me, tell me about the TT. I I think this this one move you made kind of made a statement with with Tyler Scott. I was watching um, coming into the last corner. It was early on. I think it might have been practice. It could have been one of the early on heat races. And you kind of just pretty much went in there. It was a clean pass, but you stuffed your way through right there. Were you trying to send a message that you were you were there to win? Uh, sorta. Of. It was a heat race, so I wanted a good. Uh, good transfer spot for the main event and uh he made a little mistake coming out of the right hander and slipped up and left the door open so i just took it and i was just kind of just a last minute move tell, tell me about the battles with tyler scott i mean they went down to the wire on a lot of races you know some races you were further out in front but tyler scott i i honestly didn't know he was going to be at the, at the flat track grand championships uh he's been gone road racing a lot uh first we surprised he was there second tell me about some of the battles you had with him uh, I was pretty surprised. I mean, I, I had heard a few rumors about him being there, but I was pretty surprised about him showing up. But uh, all the battles were fun, you know. They all stayed pretty clean. Uh, there was a little rubbing every once in a while, but rubbing's racing. Do you think that his, his time gone away road racing hurt his skills on the dirt at all? Uh, maybe a little bit, but not too much. I mean, he was he was pretty fast. Do you guys hang out? Are you guys friends at all? I mean, I, I never saw you two anywhere near each other. Uh, I never really talked to him much this year. Usually we we would hang out and talk, but I never got the chance to talk to him. Is it You think it's because you guys were, were in such deep battles and going for the same thing? You know, you both wanted the championships. You both wanted the Horizon Award. Do you think that's why? I don't know. It was just a... Just a weird year i feel like just okay just 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 a weird year so who do who do you hang out at that at the amateur nationals you know when when the last checkered flag flies i kind of pack up my stuff and leave but you guys get to hang out and kind of goof off a little bit i know you you stayed with jennifer and and her husband and you guys went swimming and stuff like that but are there are there people you get to hang out with after the races uh there's a few people i hang out with like uh my sister, for one, you know, so cool. Uh, uh, Carson, 
Dallas, Max, uh, Cage Tadman, all those kids that just kind of like run around. But like if it's race day the next day, I uh, I usually go to bed pretty early, so I'll hang out for about thirty minutes, go get some dinner, and then go to bed. How cool is it that your parents are both 100% all in to help your racing career? I mean, that that's just it shows what kind of parents they are. They want you to succeed, but what does that mean to you? It's pretty great. You know, a lot of a lot of parents are uh, they're helpful, but mom and dad they they're great. I don't I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I got you. What what are your expectations for next year? You're you're going pro. Um what what are your expectations going into into 2022? I really want to make a main, and uh, and maybe maybe like after after I make a main, maybe top five. I don't know. I don't, I don't really by... have an expectation right now. I'm just kind of like. That's all right. That's all right. We just finished up with the flat track grand championship, so you got a little bit of time to think about it. But you know. Uh, baby steps are always good, but you got plenty of time to think about it. Um, four for four. One more thing I got on the, on the podium there when we're handing out the number one plates, you forgot to thank your sister. And I think everybody started giving you a hard time, but, uh, has she forgiven you yet? Yeah, she forgave me. <laughs> That's good. Well, Chase, one heck of a week, four championships and the 2021 Nikki Hayden horizon award. Congratulations on a great week. Do you want to say thanks to anybody? Mom and dad for sure. Uh, Corey Texter, Keith and Sean, Dallas, Max, my sister, uh, Galper, Motul, Bell Power Sports, Tom Canoose, Turner Racing, uh, all the Turner crew, Gut Seats, Dunlop, Light Shoe, Get Sideways, Jager and Electric, Soft Performance, Hall Cycles, Darrell Racing, Tilly's Tavern, Bill and Linda Sadoff, TCD Racing, Slipshot, Lowry Racing, and Disport. Dude, you got more sponsors than I had in my whole career, and you're only 15 years old. <laughs> just just keep doing what you're doing, man. You were super impressive all week long. Congratulations on the four championships, and congratulations on the Nikki Hayden Horizon Award. How cool, man. Good job. Thank you, Scotty. That kid's going places. He is, man. And... And Turner's spotted that. Turner's helping him out. Uh, he's going pro next year. I, we had it all planned out. We we're going to ask him like 15 times. The very first time I asked him, he said next year. So yeah, there I went, thought there he went really. 15, I thought he would there stall. went 15 questions I had for him. I know. We were going to like alternate. Every other question was going to be like, so when are you going pro? And just to see how long we could like exactly. But he gave it up right away. It was good stuff. Uh, and right looking away. forward to that, man. Uh, I know uh, Turner would be excited about that as well. Um, and like Turner said, if you're not riding a Honda, you're not you're not riding with me. So if he's riding with Turner next year, he'll be on a Honda. He'll be on so a Honda. We'll see how that goes. And and, and that's gonna that's another thing. Will Turner add another spot? Will he have four riders next year? Will he will he move somebody else off the team? Will they start a twins team? I mean, right. I've heard a little a few rumors. I mean, yeah. you never know. I think he's happy with the three riders he has right now. Uh, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. But uh, Sadoff was on fire. Uh, Maxwell was hanging out in Dallas. Daniel's helping out. Uh, Matthew Gunther's uh, stepdad, Buddy. Buddy was there. Uh, Mr. Trollard was there helping out. They had all the support. Uh, mom's cheering them on. They were all, yeah, I was excited, man. He, he had, he's got it all going on. For yeah, sure. that's good stuff. Um, and we didn't get a hold of Robbie Bobby. We're going to call old man Robbie Bobby. He even got an award, right? And Joe Cop. 
They they won races, right? Well, well, Joe Cop won a race, but Robbie Bobby won the Vet 25 plus championship for the whole year. I don't nice. know if that's Robbie Bobby's first ever, you know, Grand National Championship. But we will. We've tried to get a hold of him. He's at the airport. He's already flying to Pennsylvania. Busy so, dude. Uh, big big well, big and, big time. And they're going to be practicing all day tomorrow. Uh, there was a rule change we talked about a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. There's a rule change for the Indians only. But what that's allowing is a – and we're going to a new racetrack. Yep. So what those two things are allowing is a full day of practice all day on Friday when the podcast comes out. They're starting at 10 a.m. They're going until 9 o'clock tomorrow night or t- tonight. Uh, a full day of practice. Ride Bobby's already headed up that way. Uh, you know what? The press release from American Flat Track said – Watch out for Pennsylvania riders. So if you look at the top three in the Super Twins class, Briar lives in Pennsylvania. What are you laughing at? Did you see the left outpost? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. I did. A few people from Pennsylvania <laughs> did get left out. But Super Twins. We got them. Briar lives in Pennsylvania. Yes. You got Brandon Robinson from Pennsylvania, lives in Florida now. And then third is Jared Meese. He was born in, in Honeybrook, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So the top three in the Super Twins are all have a PA relay. Somebody threw a few other Pennsylvania riders in there that got failed to be mentioned. And Dan Bromley, he loved it because he seems to get for, you know for, forgotten a few times too many. Well, hasn't he like been totally forgotten and shown up and totally whooped everybody's ass? And yeah. aren't they doing it yeah. again? Yes. And mm. you know what? When, when he was leading the points in the singles class, he never got the love. He never got the love. They wouldn't talk about him. So crazy. Whatever. I, it ain't me. He, it wasn't me. He did win a championship one year, right? He is a singles champion. That is correct. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Cameron Smith. He got on the podium this year, didn't he? Yeah, at Oklahoma City. His first ever. Huh. And, and. And. It's the it's the first ever by a black man. There you go. Hello. Make it a big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's good stuff. Huge. Uh, and, well, he's just. Sorry. I, well, and I might have even said at the beginning of the season he's going to have a good one this year. So, I mean, he already got a, he got a podium. He might get another. That's, that's right. He uh-huh. might get another one. Um, who knows? But yeah. So, uh, well, let's bring it home. What else we got? Is that it? That's it. Yep. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because last year I went to Port Royal to watch the race. The sprint cars were up there the night before we were in Williams Grove. It's a cool track. It's a nice facility. It's got a nice pit area. It's a nice, it's, it's very well lit, you know, and it's right in the middle of a little bitty town. So oh, wow. I think, I think when the bikes fire up, it's going to be a different sound. I think we might get some brand new fans out there. And I think that's, I think that's great. Uh, unfortunately, but fortunately for me, it's the same weekend as the World of Outlaws at the Williams Grove Speedway. So mm. I might go there tonight whenever the podcast comes out. I might go there Friday night, check that out. But mm. depending on how many, how long I got to stay up there at the uh, Port Royal at the meetings and all that fun stuff that I have. So uh, what do you got going on this week? Are you going to play motocross again? I'm going to Washougal, flying out there tomorrow morning. So, uh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a fun weekend. It's, it's cool. There's a... There's actually, I'm going to do some interviews out there. Going to have some fun. Uh, okay. Might be might be the flag man. He lives in Idaho, but I think he's going to be out in Washougal, so he's going to be out at that event. Um, I don't All know right. who else said. Uh, t- uh, Tor from Tor CC Drake, Motorcycles is going to be out there yeah. right here, so I'm going to try to run into yep. him. Uh, there's and, Andy Andy Debrino might be out there. Debrino always races Washougal, so I got to see if he's going to be out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. It's and I'm just always busy in the truck, so I got to figure out how the hell I'm going to squeeze all that in uh, in the weekend. But Washougal is one of my favorites. It's so beautiful out there. Uh, if the wa- yeah. weather always cooperates, uh, it's and, usually and, pretty nice. And your, air, and your airplanes cooperate. 
Yeah, but I'm flying to PDX, man. PDX is the best airport in the world, hands down. Okay. Fight me. All right. Fight me. I'm not. I don't think there is such thing as a good airport, but whatever. Have you ever been and flown flown into PDX? Is that Portland? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Best airport flew, in the world. In, instead of going to Seattle for Castle Rock, I always flew into Portland. And best made the drive best up airport in the world. Portland's nice. They've got something worked out with the city. What? You don't have to pump your own gas when you when you fill up your rental car. That's a good leave. point. Yeah. Uh, so, but they've got something worked out with the city at the airport uh, where they don't charge you like an arm and a leg for food. It's like normal prices. It's amazing, and they have live nice. music. It's I love it. I love Portland. Portland airport is the best airport in the world just saying somebody's somebody's biased maybe i fell in love with pdx well i lived out there for like a year and i fell in love because i was flying when i first started with aft i was uh, was ama pro racing at the time i was flying out of portland the whole first year so cool and i would always run into davis fisher davis fisher shout out davis fisher love 67 love forever you want me to drop a little here here's a little 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 nugget i found out uh oh we get a hollywood nugget danny eslick uh okay. slick 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 was up there all week because his girlfriend is amber smith amber smith's son is gage smith who raced and got a second and third in the overall championship anyway nice i looked at, i looked in his van i saw a motorcycle i was like what you got in there because he's been riding different people's bikes all year long he's been on like three or four different motorcycles yeah right he's He's rented different bikes since he was a kid. He's ridden for different people his whole life. He bought his first ever real flat tracker, he said. It's in his van. He was headed from the Amateur Nationals to Ohio to get some practice in. It is a Kawasaki that Davis Fisher used to ride. Huh. And it's a Kawasaki 750. What? Who knows knows what size it is. It was a 650, but uh, it's one of the Bob Lamphere Kawasaki's that, that Davis was riding. So we'll see how... Danny Eslick does as a team owner or bike owner and a rider now. So it's all in his hands. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I love that yeah. little nugget. Um, little what, nugget the right what the hell's going go. on with the, the goat in Triumph? What the hell's that all about? I, I read some, I don't like to read, you know that, but I read it something to do with Triumph getting involved in off-road stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so we'll have to see what all happens with that. Yeah. 450? Carmichael. I don't think it'll be 450. I don't 250. Think. Is it? I don't. I, I don't, don't know. know I didn't read it either. I, I just saw the picture. I, I don't know. Yeah. So we'll have to get more information on that. Maybe uh, they'll help out and get back into flat track a little bit more, like Mr. Gately's trying to do. So hmm. We'll wait and see. I think it's more like the hair scrambles and some off-road stuff is what it was. Gotcha. So. Good stuff. Yep. Cool, cool man. man. We'll have fun up in Washougal. I'm gonna have fun in Pennsylvania. Maybe get to see a World of Outlaw sprint car race and uh, get back to uh, business with American Flat Track. Talk to everybody next week. Tell all your friends. Smash that like button. And have a good weekend. Carter, keep it on four wheels. Everybody else, keep it on two. We'll see you next week. Peace. Chase, before uh, we let you go, hold on a second. I gotta ask the question. Sorry, sorry. Don't drop Golly. it. Don't drop it.